Hey everyone, welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and I'm joined this week by my sister, Kat Petchen. She has some encouragement to share about fanning your child's dreams and passions. Before we begin, I also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. You can get a free demo of the new 4.0 version of the curriculum over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Well, welcome everyone to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. We're glad you can join us. As you can see, uh, my dad Todd is not here tonight. Uh, he is driving. I think they are down in Mississippi tonight, if I remember correctly. Uh, so you can hope they're doing well, and maybe you'll even see them if you're going to one of their events, uh, which you can find them over on uh, Family Man. Or, uh, you can go to smilinghomeschooler.com and then uh, head on over to familymanweb.com for the schedule. But before we get started, I just want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. They make math fun, and they have a new 4.0 version of the curriculum launching soon, which is really awesome, and you should go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Uh, but as you can see here, I am joined by uh, Kat, she, or Catherine. Uh, she is now a Petchen, which is um, our brother-in-law. Uh, she was a Wilson, though. She is uh, the oldest daughter of, well, there's two daughters and six boys, so she's the oldest of the girls. Um, third in line. Uh, and uh, But before we begin, just wanted to kind of again say this one is our last live one here for a couple weeks because we're going to be going on vacation down to Florida, you know, meeting up with uh, dad and the rest of the family. Uh, and while we are doing that, um, we're going to play in a couple uh, other episodes that we've pre-recorded or actually have from the past. So it should be really good. Uh, and But we appreciate you know, everyone uh, sticking with us through everything. Uh, but Kat, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, where you're at currently and what you're doing and all that? Sure. Uh, thanks for the intro there. Uh, like you said, my name is Kat or Catherine. I am the third in the Wilson lineup. Um, my husband, Josh, and I got married in February. Uh, so we went on a cruise for our honeymoon and got back to all the COVID craziness. Um, so that's been kind of an adjustment, not really what we were anticipating for our first uh, few months of marriage, but um, it's been a lot of fun. I'm um, just figuring out what all that looks like. Um, Josh is a part-time pastoral resident at a local church. Um, he works the other uh, part of the time at Menards, but we're hoping to go into full-time ministry once he's done with his residency. And then I work in an office type environment um, with customer service at um, Wildman Uniform, which is a local family owned um, company in Warsaw. Cool. And I mean, uh, you know, do you feel like you know, over the years, obviously, I don't know if your goal was to work for, you know, in customer service, but, you know, I, my, my thought kind of around this topic was, um, you know, each of the kids in our, well, not all of them are old enough yet, but each of my siblings, you know, and I have all, uh, you know, we're starting to get older, we're starting to, you know, actually work and, uh, or, you know, in some cases it might be, uh, you know, not working long term, but, um, you know, kind of how that transition happened, how those early uh, roots, you know, took hold back when we were in school and kind of how our parents, but also homeschooling shaped us to allow us to kind of find what our goals and passions were. Uh, so growing up, did you feel like you kind of, you know, always knew like, this is what I want to do, which, you know, I don't want to put words into my mouth, but I think it's not working necessarily or your mouth long term. Uh, but uh, do you feel like you've known that the whole time? Or when, when did that, you know, what is your kind of long term? And, uh, you know, when did that start? 
Uh, I mean, I've always wanted to be a stay-at-home homeschool mom like our mom was. I think that's what my long-term goal has always been. Um, however, obviously, that's not where we're at right now. So uh, as a kid, actually, I did want to be a secretary for a while. It's kind of what I do now, sort of. Um, but I think... I don't know, throughout homeschooling, like I said, I always did want to be a homeschool mom, but obviously that can't happen right out of high school. So um, right out of high school, I was actually went into cosmetology school because that was something that I'd had interest in for quite a while. And then out of that, I got hired to be a nanny and kind of a sort of so, uh, homeschool mom to three boys, which was super fun, um, helps their mom homeschool. And then right out of that, um, I went into office clerical type work. So they're not all really connected. Um, my long-term dream is still to be a stay-at-home homeschool mom. Uh, but for now, this is kind of where I'm at. Ne not necessarily my long-term goal, but still thankful to be where I'm at. But then obviously, you know, during those years of homeschooling, because also, you, and you talked about this a little bit, it was actually one of our earlier episodes. Uh, you've also written a few different books uh, for, you know, from young girls. So, uh, you know, how did homeschooling kind of allow you to uh, pursue some of those passions or how did those interests, you know, get fueled during school homeschooling? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have written um, a series set in the medieval time period for preteen and teenage girls, um, girls and boys, but specifically girls. Um, and yeah, I've always loved to write. I was a real little kid. Um, I can remember attempting to write stories. And I think one of the benefits of homeschooling um, is it enables you as parents to kind of create an environment for your kids to grow in those things that God's gifted them. So not everyone in my family likes to write like I do, um, but I did love to write. And mom really gave me the space and the freedom to develop that and uh, kind of learn what that was gonna look like. So um, she, actually, I, for a long time, actually didn't have like a regular like writing curriculum because I just wrote all the time. I wrote stories, um, wrote a couple books as like a 14 to 16 year old. Mom kind of supplemented with some curriculum that was kind of designed for writing fiction. And then in high school, then I did like a kind of a typical high school level writing course. But, um, but the benefit was I had the time and the freedom to pursue those interests and just um, spend time writing. And I know for some of you guys, you know, for you, maybe it was you had time to read history books, which was one of your loves. Or for our other brother, Sam, who's an animator, he had time to really fine tune that in addition to normal school. But because we weren't kind of bogged down with the extras that um, can sometimes take up a lot of that time, we had the freedom to really kind of explore those gifts and those um, abilities that God had given us. And you mentioned it. What was the thing she supplemented with? You said the fiction. If, if there's anyone listening who, you know, has a daughter who's into yes. writing, do you remember? Um, oh, man. <laughs> I if think not, it was okay. called... I think it was called Learn to Write the Novel Way. Oh, yeah. There yeah. are a couple different curriculums. That's the one I use. It's more of a, a book format. There's another one I never used, but I wanted to called, um, I think, The One Year Adventure Novel. 
that was a little bit more high tech um, with some interaction from other homeschool students all writing novels together, um, which are good resources um, to kind of supplement what, yeah, what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that was pretty key. You said they gave you time. And I think that's something that, you know, and other uh, homeschoolers around us, you know, we often saw where, you know, thankfully we did have that time to kind of pursue those things. But a lot of people, it is kind of, we fill out the whole day nonstop with school and, you know, and it isn't about pursuing what necessarily your passion is. It's about, you have to get all these things checked off. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have a younger kid or even any age kid, I mean, I think, I think agree that it is super awesome to be able to have that time as a homeschooler. So if you don't see people around you who are just pulling their hair out, you know, that might be a simple encouragement you could say is just give them, give the kids time and just see where they go. Because a lot of times I think it will, they will fill it with things that do interest them and not just video games or, you know, watching a movie. That's not really the point, but, um, so I think that's super cool. I'm excited to tell you about the new 4.0 version of teaching textbooks. They are just releasing it now. The new 4.0 version is even better and includes a new interactive sketch mode so that your child can work out the problem right within the program. It also includes new animations, audio, grade dates, search features, and stickers. And it still works on any device that has an internet browser, including computers, tablets, and smartphones. Also, if you purchase or own 3.0 now, you'll be upgraded to 4.0 when it's re completely released. You can check out the trailer and demo over at teachingtextbooks.com. Um, so what would you say, you know, uh, did you ever feel uh, that, you know, during school, whether any age group, that you ever had pressure from those around you, you know, in your age group or maybe older people that, you know, you needed to have this huge plan or have this big, you know, go off to college and do it? What, what, did you have those pressures at all? And what did you do about them if you did? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely, um, especially in high school. I don't know that I did as much as a younger kid. Um, partially because mom and dad did a great job of not pressuring us to kind of figure out that plan early on. Um, in high school, I think people kind of naturally expect you to have the plan, you know, where are you going to college? Um, what are you doing post high school? What, where do you want to work? What field do you want to go into? All of those types of things. And especially um, if you just want to be you know, a wife and a stay-at-home homeschool mom, that doesn't always sound great. You know, when people are looking for big, you know, career plans or college plans, um, dad actually talked to a girl one time who said, you know, I really just want to be a, a stay-at-home mom, but I get tired of people telling or telling people that. So now I tell them I want to be a forensic scientist. <laughs> she didn't want to do that, but she felt right. bad for saying that. And so I think I definitely felt some of that um, pressure uh, but I think, yeah, part of that was helped with mom and dad really encouraging us to go kind of wherever God wanted us to go. And that has looked different for each of us that have graduated so far. So what were some of those, you know, cause I know like, you, you like, what were those triggers that kind of, you go, Oh, this was really fun. I wanted to keep doing this. You know, I guess it's just something that, you know, clicks at that, but I mean, cause I, mean, I know that especially in the high school, it can be frustrating for some people where it's like, I don't have this, like thing that you know I'm really into um but what do you think to a mom you know who has a daughter or son who's kind of you know maybe not sure what in high school what what they want to do which is okay I mean you don't have to know that I don't think I truly believe like one you're not going to have your whole life scoped out that's not realistic and you don't know that you're going to get every job or whatever um, and two like the, your kids are going to be okay they'll find 
find something if you know if they get out of school and you know they need to support themselves or they want to go buy something they will go find a job and do that so i don't think you need to worry too much but if you're wanting like your kids to be a status symbol for you or for themselves where oh i do this big thing that the world considers you know successful then that's different but i don't think that that should be the main focus but what do you think to that mom or you know who is, has a son or daughter what would you say encourage them to do for their child yeah. Sense. Um, I think it's hard sometimes when it's not super obvious. Yeah. My child is really good at this, or they're just so gifted at this. But I think if you think about it, um, your kids will be good at something. It might be science. It might be baking. It might be Lego. Um, you know, we have a little brother who's super into Legos, but he wants to be a Lego designer someday. And who knows, maybe he will be. Um, but I think it, uh, as a, you know, as a homeschool mom, I think you're one of your um, greatest privileges is to encourage them in what God has already gifted them to do. So it might not be super obvious. It might be, but I think you can encourage them. You can equip them and give them the tools to cultivate that. Um, when I was younger in school, I, one thing I was kind of interested in one year was photography. So my parents um, helped me figure out a photography course online that just gave me some of the tools and equipped me to learn how to use um, a camera. I didn't end up going into photography long-term, but I'm really thankful that I had that experience that helped me get my feet wet. And you know, for someone else that might've become um, a career path that they would have wanted to go into. So I think you can encourage them with ideas, you know, if maybe if you do have a teenager who's really struggling and doesn't know where they fit in, maybe you can um, encourage them to try out something and just see where it goes. Um, but I think even more than that, you can um, trust that God's going to grow their dreams um, and direct their path. I know uh, it's really hard not to do that for your child, but uh you know, God's big enough to take care of those dreams and um, to really point them where they're going to go. And that's not all on you as the mom. Yeah. Um, I think you can also not, you know, when your kids make attempts and they, you know, they try their thing that they think might be something in the future, don't pick out the flaws because um, there will be those and we all are going to mess up, um, especially in high school. And as we kind of try to figure out what life looks like. Um, so don't pick out those flaws, but just celebrate the successes with them because that means a lot to a teenager. Yeah. And I mean, that's the other thing is I think uh, is, you know, not everything has to be a career. Not everything has to be professional. You know, it can be something where uh, cultivating that love of learning, even if it's for a year that they're into you know, whatever, you know, playing the drums or something like that, that can have a lot of benefit, I think. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't think it always, you know, I think a lot of parents, <clears throat> and I've seen it with a lot of my friends growing up, you know, it was like, oh, I want to be into, uh, I think I might want to play this instrument. And, you know, all they're thinking is just play a little bit of the instrument, maybe learn some, that might be fun. But then the parents like, oh, okay, let's buy a super expensive one and we'll get you enrolled in all of the classes and then all the recitals and maybe you can go to Juilliard and, you know, and it's just like, it just like blows up and it's like, you know, the goal is to, like, just let it kind of direct and go where it is. And if it doesn't end up being something they do with their whole life, then it's still a valuable thing to have. And it's still, you know, a good experience. And again, it gets them interested and engaged with something. Um, right. I mean, I remember 
we at one point we were thought it'd be super fun to be able to do blacksmithing uh, <laughs> so you know dad was like well we can try so we looked up plans of how to make a bellows which is like the part that blows the air you know we tried that <laughs> and he built us a you know a little forge which we could never get lit and you know and all this stuff you know obviously like that wasn't going to be a career but it was something that was fun you know we learned stuff we got mm-hmm. to you know do things together make memories uh and right. and that's okay you know or same with like sports a lot of people you know, sports for most people is not going to lead to anything, but you know, it can be a fun thing to do. And, you know, there can be benefit there and, uh, encouraging your kid in that is awesome. I think even beyond high school, um, post high school plans, like for me, I went to cosmetology school. Um, it was super, super hard and I learned a lot. Uh, and I never worked in a salon. I got my license. I got all the requirements and um, I still, you know, cut hair and style hair for weddings and that type of thing. But that wasn't, that wasn't the career that I went into, even though I went to school for it. And I know you all give me a hard time for that, but I am still thankful no, that no, I had that. Part that. Is not what we give you a hard time about. <laughs> <laughs> I am still thankful though for the experience because even if, you know, I didn't end up cutting hair for a living, I still you know, learned a lot and had some really challenging um, experiences that helped grow me into who I am. But, you know, to a lot of moms, that could be really discouraging. Even to a lot of kids, it can be really discouraging feeling like, well, I started this path and now I'm not so sure. And I think as a mom or as a parent, you can support and encourage your kids in that because whatever the next thing is, God's going to direct them in that too. And that's something that I think is also true and is easy to forget. I mean, I know me specifically, like, and, you know, because like Sam has a very clear skill, you know, which was, I mean, he was extremely artistic and he wanted to do animation and that's what he did. And he, I mean, he was just super laser focused, you know, on that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have like one skill where it's like, this is what I want to do. I mean, I knew I liked history, but that was pretty much it. So or not my only skill, but I just mean that was the only thing that I was like, well, I don't know. So, you know, I felt very frustrated and nervous and I don't know what the word is, maybe scared. I don't know. And your kid may as well. Like if it's, if they're getting into high school and everyone else around them seems so sure what they want, which honestly they're probably not, but they just say things, um, that can feel really like pressure and, um, intimidating and just like nerve wracking to not have your plan, your life planned out. And, understanding that, you know, that may be the place where your kid is. I mean, I remember, you know, I graduated, but I went to like, you know, I was like probably 20 and I went to this like thing for people who had been in work for, you know, 20 years who hadn't found what they wanted to do. And, you know, the guy was like basically motivational, like you can find your calling. And I'm like, you know, 20 and I just was like, I don't know what it is, you know? And I just felt like there had to be this like a verbal, this is what your calling is. And Mm -hmm. You know, over time, it's I've realized like, you know, opportunities arise, things happen and things change, you know, and and now my kids and my wife and, you know, I have a job that I enjoy, but also, you know, the podcast and everything else stuff comes and happens. But, you know, without the encouragement and support of my family or if I was constantly like letting them down that I wasn't hitting these big milestones necessarily or just if I hadn't had that encouragement to it's okay to try stuff, you know, I think Mm -hmm. that could have been different. So, um yeah, I think that's yeah. something to try to let your kid do. But if you could go back, you know, your current self, uh, you know, post homeschooling and, you know, growing up a little bit, what would you tell your younger self, you know, advice? Like it's okay to X or, you know, Y or whatever that may be. Um, I think 
that I would tell myself to worry less about figuring out the big picture plan and um, focus more on just doing the next. Um, like I said, after high school, I went to cosmetology school, then to nannying, then to uh, an executive assistant, then to customer service. Those things aren't really super related, um, but kind of looking back, you can see how something from each of those things has contributed into um, what I'll do in the future. But in high school, it's really hard not to know that whole big plan and to worry about figuring out all the pieces and where am I going to be in five years or in 10 years or whatever. And um, as a high school student or as a newly married couple, you can tend to look at the people in your life, whether they're your parents or grandparents or whoever, um, and you see them where they're at now and you feel the pressure to be that where you are at now, even though it might be 30 years earlier than they were. And so I think I would just, yeah, worry less about figuring out the big picture and focus more on just doing the next thing and whatever that opportunity. Yeah. And something else that I, I was just talking to some friends about this and I was, and, and we were all, you know, my age, so we're all, you know, in our twenties and grew up with the internet and stuff for the most part, like a little bit at least. Um, mm -hmm. But something I had thought was interesting is, you know, now these kids nowadays have so much social media around them often that, you know, they're not just comparing to, you know, a group of 10 people or 20 people or whatever. They're comparing to people all over the country, potentially, who are super, it's not realistic, it's not real. So, you know, there's a lot of pressure. So also, you know, just keeping track of what your kid's social media intake is and limiting that, uh, because I think it could be a real easy way to um, feel discontent, but also peer pressure from literally you know, people who aren't even in the same walks of life in any way. So, you know, surrounding your family with people who are, you know, not only like you necessarily, but just, you know, having good like-minded people that, you know, in a co-op or something like that, I think is really helpful mm -hmm. so that you know yeah. that they're, you know, feeling encouraged and not just like, mm -hmm. oh man, that kid has this and this, you know, all these things. Cause it is really weird nowadays. Like the difference you see in like, uh, what, you know, how aware some of these kids are because mm -hmm. of what, worldliness is so just you know and not that it's all bad but just keep in mind but well i think I that's think, oh, go ahead i think too you can uh just verbalize to your kids that you're okay with whatever choice they make i think teenagers feel enough pressure already um to at least as far as college or career goes to make the right choice. And sometimes they feel so much pressure from their parents to go to the same college or to go to college. Maybe they don't feel like they're going to college. And I think um, maybe it can be easy to assume that your kids don't want to do anything because they don't want to do that specific thing. And so I think even just affirming to your kid that, you know, you're there with them in those decisions that they make. And obviously you want to advise them and encourage them and give them the wisdom and the tools to make those good decisions, but that you are and then whether or not they decide college or get that particular job or whatever this case may be. And, I, 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 and dad is, you know, one of the most encouraging people out there, you know, but one thing I thought goes into, I've always thought of like, you know, even with that, you know, sometimes there was times where he or other people would be like, oh, Ben, you're going to save the world or, oh, you know, be the president or whatever. And it's like, you know, and I've, I remember having thoughts where I'm like, but what if I don't like, what if I am not that, you know, and I just work and have a family and, 
you know, do whatever. Are they all going to be like, why didn't he reach his potential? You know, so um, just, you know, reaffirming and saying the things that, you know, some of those things that are good, but just realizing that uh, you can encourage in a lot of ways. And again, this is for a little bit older kids, but even for the younger kids, uh, Mm -hmm. starts all the time. I remember someone at a church or something said, you know, at first grade or kindergarten, let's say, when they say, is anyone good at, you know, being drawing, every kid raised their hands, you know, at at, uh, preschools at the next one, I think, or I don't remember, you know, they say the next grade, they would be like every, they'd say who's, and you know, 50% would raise their hand. And by like second grade, only like one kid raised their hand, you know, because they had just been told, oh, you're not, you know, like, you're not as good. And maybe some of them just didn't like it, you know, it was fine. But I just thought that was interesting. Not that everyone needs to be an artist, but encouragement goes a long way. So um, it can be tough, you know, especially in the, like right now, you know, me and Rissa are dealing with Renly, our oldest, and she is just like, feels like just out of control, wild maniacs. And, you know, we're like, what have we done wrong all of a sudden, you know? And so, you know, there's obviously in the, and the chaos and harden of school and everything, it can be difficult to do that. But uh, mm-hmm. hopefully uh, you find time to and and uh, encourage your kids' dreams. Yeah. But uh, before we're going to end here, and uh, we again, we'll be back in a couple weeks here with another live episode. Dad should be back by that point. Um, thank you, Kat, for being on. We appreci- I appreciate it. And, uh, and if you, you know, want to actually check out any of her books, if you have daughters who, you know, are younger and want something that's clean and wholesome and a great read, go on to smilinghomeschooler.com and go to the store. Uh, you can, uh, it'll take you to her books there. So definitely go, go get one of those or get the whole series actually. Um, and otherwise, uh, just have a great week. Um, and don't forget to keep smiling and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Smile and Homeschool podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week. If you would like more weekly encouragement, visit our website and sign up for the weekly email. Also, I want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smile and Homeschool podcast. Go check out the new demo 4.0 over at the website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.